Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you're at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you so much for joining the Hope Along the Journey podcast today. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, your podcast host, and it's a joy to have you listening. Today we have, by way of a Zoom call, we have Natalie Rains Blanton here with us, and we're so delighted, Natalie, to have you here on the podcast. I want to ask everybody to please go back and to listen to part one of Natalie's interview. You've got, to, you've just got to hear part one, where she tells you about her childhood, about uh, how God worked in her life as a young person and through her childhood. Natalie is a musician. She's a wonderful pianist. She's a she does uh, musical song arrangements. She's a music teacher and. Here, just in the last, what? how long has it been now? A year and a half? Yeah, year. Maybe? December was a year, so we're coming up on a year and a half. That's hard to believe. Wow. They started what's called Sunday Hymns, a ministry that God has blessed in a very marvelous way, and they have over 31,000 subscribers and thousands who listen to that YouTube recording, and it's just great. I listen to it. You know, what I didn't tell you last time, you get ready for this. Well, you, what I didn't tell you last time, Natalie, was the first one I listened to was number 13. So it's like, so I go way back, but 13, you know, of all numbers, that was the one where I, I listened. Then I went back and listened to all the rest of them. But I, I'm a listener. I love especially Sunday nights. And if I don't get you Sunday nights, I come in here in my office and I put you on the, the screen in my office. And on Monday, while I'm trying to you know, recover from Sunday, uh, I listen to you. Well, so Natalie, it's, it's a joy to have you here on the podcast today. So you've been with us since the early days when we really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was, it was impressive though. I mean, and again, I see where your quality and your recording, I mean, you can see the progression, but even then it was, man, it was just wonderful. And so take us back. You, you gave some of that beginning history. So kind of go back and pick up a little bit of that, how this particular ministry especially got started, and then kind of tell us how it's going and what's happening with that ministry. So we get a lot of emails and messages that say, so glad you started this during the pandemic. Please continue. And the fact is we started it several months before the pandemic. We didn't start loading them to YouTube until February of 2020, but we had actually started doing the sessions live on my Facebook page, Natalie Rains Music in December, I guess was the first time we started regularly going live every Sunday night after church. And so it started just because I had released a course, we had released some music. It was kind of just a way to share some encouragement and hymns and people really enjoyed that. So it never, I didn't realize that it was going to grow like it has. I, Josh and I had no visions of grandeur when we started this. Mm -hmm. It was a simple matter of phone on a tripod, 
you couldn't hear me talking really. I didn't have a mic. He would stand behind the camera and read off the requests and people would yes. say, turn your audio up. We can't hear Josh talking yeah. <laughs> and, and the piano is too loud. And then we moved the piano around and it was right. just an unusual, like it grew. And Josh really started doing some research, like mm-hmm. how to make this better. And so we invested in some equipment and cameras and a switcher and he has learned so much more about it. I really just get to sit there and play. And like, he showed me one time what his side of the screen looks like when he's managing comments. And now it's YouTube and Facebook comments because we're live on both platforms at the same time. And so usually there's between 12 and 1500 people on at a time. So there'll be about 1200 comments at the end of an episode. And so sometimes it's hard to get back through all those, but Mm -hmm. it's so precious that people like take the time to watch and Mm -hmm. feel encouraged. Like I, I think that kind of um, overwhelms me and it's very humbling to think that Mm -hmm. a hymn you're playing can bring back, you know, sweet memories to somebody and bring comfort. Absolutely. And I just, I think the enduring truth behind the beautiful melodies is what makes them so powerful because Mm -hmm. they get in our heads, but then they get in our hearts. And you can hear my, my grandmother's sister texted me after Sunday night and she said, you got stumped on, he bore it all. She said, that's a song we sang 65 years ago when I was a little girl at our home church. And um, I said, well, I hadn't heard it in a while and it wasn't fresh on my mind and I couldn't remember it, but it's really amazing how they, they really are triggers and they're just, you know, great comforts to a lot of people. So we're, we're shocked that the viewership continues to grow, but we just, I had somebody emailed and said, please don't stop even after the pandemic's over. And we thought we don't have plans to stop. We just, it's really walking through the doors as the Lord opens them. Mm -hmm. And we really enjoy it. Josh and I felt like before we got married, that hospitality was like something we wanted to make a very big part of our life. And we do, we, we host people all the time. We're getting ready for company this afternoon and big family thing tomorrow. We love it. But I think I did not realize like virtually opening our home and inviting people to just sit with us. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many hundreds of messages I've gotten that have said, I feel like I'm in your living room and like y'all are just talking to me. And mm-hmm. I leave like personally feeling like I've been sitting there. Yes. That to yes. me is such a compliment because I want it to feel that way. I want people Absolutely. to feel personally right. involved right. and encouraged. Mm-hmm. And it does feel that way. I think that's one of the things that, that captivated me to begin with was the fact that uh, I felt like I was right, right there in your, your living room. Oh. It, it really made it feel that way. You know, I'm sitting there on the couch with my cup of coffee. Got to have, you know, I, I got to have that coffee. I'm holding coffee right here. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and, and I'm sitting there listening to these hymns that I have, and sadly, many of them I haven't heard in a long, long time. Um, and it does bring back memories. I, you played for me, Blessed Redeemer. I, 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 I slipped that in, and you did that for me the I other side. Oh, it meant so much to me. But you talk about memories. It, it. I told my wife later. I told Teresa. I said. It made me remember the church, one of the churches we attended for many years. There was a man who would oftentimes sing solos, and he had only about, you know, eight or ten that he ever sung. But that was one of his go-to songs. And when I heard that, all I could see was 
that gentleman as he would stand there and sing and cry while he sung that song. And it brought back those wonderful memories, you know. And And it's such a blessing. And I know that you're blessing people's heart because you're bringing back good memories and then you're opening up your home. Yeah. Um, I think if you had done this in some professional studio, it would have had never had the effect mm-hmm. of us feeling like we're sitting around the piano with you and Josh. And uh, so tell us a little bit about, I didn't prep you for this. What have been, <laughs> what have been some of the challenges um, you know, we all have those, oh, I can't do that. Or we can't, you know, that that's just too much. What have been some of the challenges maybe you all have faced as you've moved through this ministry and on this journey God's been taking you? Well, I think the biggest one that stands out is we wanted the quality to be very good. And that need that's neither one of our backgrounds, tech, video, audio, any of that. So really there's been a big learning curve and like everything we've done the last year and a half with this business. And then the ministry side of it, which is the Sunday hymns and then, you know, many other things the Lord adds to that, but we've both had to learn so many new skills very quickly. And I think there've been times when I've thought I I can't absorb anymore. Like with the, with the hymn series, like he had to learn how to use and what type of technology to purchase, you know, what microphone, you know, okay, she needs a wireless mic. Okay. And then each week it was like, we realized something else that we needed or that needed to change and that had to grow. And so he's spending hours of research. So I think the challenge of like making it be quality because we want it to be excellent because it's for the Lord, but also people will enjoy it more if the quality is good. So that's, I think that's been a challenge on the spiritual side of things, there's honestly times on Sunday nights when I'm very tired. Like I teach Sunday school. We, he's the church music director. I'm the pianist. So we're coordinating specials and choir practice and two services. And so sometimes like your physical body is tired and I have to say, you know what, this, this is not for me. Like I am blessed immensely because of it but we are doing it for other people. And I think it's a good time to just say, you know what? God gives strength when you don't feel like you have it. That's right. And there've been right. nights when I've thought, okay, Lord, help me to play and to not think about the physical fatigue or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, and to like, I'm by nature more of a one-on-one person. Like if mm-hmm. I, if there were 900 people sitting in my, sitting there in front of me, I would be a lot more nervous. Like I'm, it's funny because when I was 12, I wanted to be a concert pianist. I was just, you know, head over heels in love with what I was doing. And just, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I begged to quit because it was hard. But there were, <laughs> I loved like the playing the piano. Right. The lessons were what was hard. But I thought, you know, I I could be a concert pianist. That's what I think I need to do. And like tonight, I'll get, I'm, I'm playing for a concert series in our town for a theater that's doing a big Easter celebration about, you know, Christ. And it's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll get to play in that but I would rather accompany like the, when they have me do a solo, I just have to say, Lord, help me not think about the fact that there's people sitting there, like physical people in the building. Mm -hmm. And so I have to kind of like get outside my own head and just realize like this is for the Lord and he is my audience. Right. Right. I've wondered about that because I know you all are actively involved in church and I've wondered like, 
because it doesn't appear when you start Sunday night that you're on the brink of exhaustion. <laughs> it, it doesn't. You, <laughs> it's got to be the Lord, and I'm sure just the fact that again you come from a background where that was put in you from childhood that we just we just give it all for God, you know. It, you know, as we say back home in Southern Indiana, sometimes you just bow up. You know, you yeah. just gotta, you just gotta bow up and and do what you know God wants you to do. And then it's amazing how God then gives us the energy and the the emotional, physical energy to do what we need to do. I'll tell Josh sometimes on the way home from church, I'll say, "Let's keep it short tonight." I said, "I'll just, <laughs> I'll, I'll stop. I'll, I'll let you know around like you know nine fifteen. Like I'm kind of uh-huh. done." And he goes. Uh-huh. Natalie, you do that almost every week. And then by 9.15, you're having a ball. And like, you're, yes. you're not ready to go <laughs> you're, It's almost therapeutic. It's like now you're really unwinding. And yeah, what it's it, and it's such a blessing. I asked you to, to be prepared to do this. Would you share at least a couple of, of, of stories of people who have shared with you on a very personal level how this has given them hope and inspiration during maybe very difficult times in their life. Absolutely. So I think in a general sense, people feeling isolated because they were under quarantine or lockdown. I I don't, those are too many to even remember specifics, but I Mm -hmm. I got that a lot. And that was very touching that like, this was their connection to people Mm -hmm. because they felt Mm -hmm. like they were connected. And then I've gotten a lot of people that say, you know, our churches don't do hymns anymore this is the only time I hear hymns. So those stories are the most common, but then specifically I got an email from a man who lives in Australia. His wife has um, early onset Alzheimer's and it, 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 it came about in her sixties, which is, I think it's just so young for that. Yes, and he yes. said she had been their church pianist for years and years. They were both very involved in their music program. And within two years, she lost the ability to play at all. Couldn't find middle C. And he said she had been a very like, she's a very loving, shy, gentle person. And Alzheimer's has really brought about like a, a, a meanness that was not there before and just how sad right, that right. was. And he said he would, the, the first time he put the Sunday hymns on, he said she had not said a full sentence coherently in months. And he put that video on and she started listening. And he said she started singing along and remembered words and yes, full yes. sentences and he 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 plays it for her still and just how he said it's like it it brings a calmness that is not there otherwise and to me that doesn't that doesn't make me feel like oh wow my hymn video did that it makes me think the power of those words like words that were written 100 years 200 300 years ago you think about the hymns by Charles Wesley some of these old writers that they wrote with so much doctrinal depth and it really does get in our hearts. But I just thought of like, what a comfort that has brought to their life in one of the most difficult seasons of their life. And then I've had a couple men that just kind of like a sweet comical note that tell me they play along with me. Like one, he gets out his trumpet every time and plays along with all the hens. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. And then another guy, he says he plays the double bass. He said his church has moved to like a worship band style of music and he doesn't get to play anymore at all. And he said, I kind of feel like my talent became useless in our church realm. He said, and then I'll get my double bass out every Sunday night and play along with you. 
And um, apparently he's pretty accomplished. He said, because I can, I can tell when you're about to key change. And I was like, then you're doing yeah. better than me because sometimes they surprise me. <laughs> so I got an email from a man who he was listening. He had asked me to play what a day that will be. And a lot of times people share stories with their requests and we can't get to all the requests. And sometimes that, that makes me feel a little bit heavy about it because I, I, I can't play all of them, even though I wish I could. And the stories that are attached to it are so deeply meaningful to everybody that shares it. It makes me want to do all of them. But he in particular said he was battling cancer and had just lost a friend to cancer and asked if I would play what a day that will be. And I did. And um, he messaged and thanked me for it and said, I'm listening to you on my phone right now while I'm going through chemo treatments. And I just, wow. I we respond to every message we possibly can that comes through. Like I, I don't, choose not to. And if we, if I don't respond, it's cause I missed it, but I just responded and told him we were praying for him and um, trusting the Lord to bring about full healing. And like, we really do pray for these, like Josh and I will put them on our prayer list together. And That's beautiful. there yes. are so many needs. I've just mm -hmm. been amazed at people walking through very dark trials. One man messaged us and mm -hmm. sent us a picture. His dad had had a brain hemorrhage that caused him to lose so much ability to just walk and you know speak clearly and just rendered him almost handicapped in many ways and he said his dad had been like a voracious letter writer and encourager of people throughout the years big card writer and he said my dad asked for a piece of paper and wants to write you a card and he could barely write now but he just so enjoyed the music and he said thank you for giving my dad a reason to smile on many days when he really doesn't have any and it just touches me very deeply to think of yeah. people watching because they're in a dark place and this lifts them up for just a few minutes. Like they're able to be encouraged and think about something that's bigger than them. I had a missionary family that emailed me and just said, we're lonely. We're on the mission field. No one speaks English. We watch your music and we're hearing hymns from America. We're hearing English. And it, it just helps us go on just a little bit. And like the title of your podcast, yes. Hope Along the Journey, like you don't always need a life-changing thing to happen for it to bring hope. It can be something very simple, just a few minutes of your Absolutely. day. Absolutely. That God uses to just minister to our hearts. Like he leads us by those still waters and he leads us through those pastures, but he also leads through the dark times. But like even in the valley, there's provision. Like he provides That's down right. there. And sometimes right. I, I'm, I'm humbled that he uses my music ministry and what he's doing with Josh and me in this to actually encourage so many people, but mm -hmm. I hope he continues. <laughs> Amen. Those, those, that's beautiful, Natalie. Thank you for sharing those stories. And uh, let me just add my little story here for whatever it's worth. I started listening to you in, uh, in January of 2020. Mm. Uh, my wife, Teresa, was uh, diagnosed with, she had AFib, congestive heart failure, enlarged heart. Um, we didn't know what, whether, it was a very, very low point for us. And it was shortly after she came home, and for five months, she was, we were, she didn't have, she was on, didn't work, couldn't work. Um, we went through a whole, we went through a lot. But I remember it was during that time that, you know, 
we, I, I found you. Ugh. And I cannot tell you how many times it was so encouraging to me to just bring it up and to listen to you play those old songs. Um, you know, songs that encourage, mm. songs that provide hope, songs that let you know Jesus cares yes. in the in the dark times. And so I, I, your ministry, I mean, it, it's a wonderful ministry. And I, I think that oftentimes we don't even know what's actually being accomplished. We may never ever hear from some people, but uh, it's humbling to know how God just uses us yeah. when we offer to him what we have. That's true. Yeah. And we, I have people that I'll see their names, just people I'm Facebook friends with. Mm-hmm. That I used to keep my phone on the piano lid and kind of try to watch the comments. I can't keep up with them now, so I don't. But I would see names come up of people that I know do not know Christ, but they just watch because either they know me or they like music. They, mm-hmm. they don't know the Lord. And I don't know, maybe six months ago was when the Lord kind of impressed upon me. This is your mission field. Absolutely, like you have yes. been given a mission field and not everybody watching knows that there's hope in Christ. They might be watching because it's like, oh, she's playing the piano. What's she playing? And mm-hmm. God kind of just impressed upon me like you look for doors to minister the gospel. Like Amen. tell That's them right. that Jesus is the way. Tell them that Jesus is the answer. Mm-hmm. And every now and then there's like a twinge of fear. And I'm like, am I going to get like negative pushback if I'm like boldly sharing the gospel mm-hmm. in such a public way? Like, what if someone, you know, hates that and they start leaving mean comment and the Lord has just really helped me like not worry about that and think there are people who need a savior and whatever platform he's given you, that might be to your immediate family or to your place of business or your place of work or a more of a social media type platform. But like we have the responsibility to be his ambassador. That's right. Like use whatever means possible. Amen. Well, that's so great. And Natalie, we could just go on and on, but we'll get you back on the podcast again. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're going to do that again. But right now, uh, we've got something very special. You are going to play something for us. Tell us what it is that you're going to play on the piano for us. I'm going to play my very favorite hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. All right. That third verse, pardon for sin and a peace that endureth. Yes. Praise God. All right. Let's listen.
Thank you, Natalie, for that beautiful piano number and for reminding us of the great faithfulness of our God. Natalie, before we go, I'd like for you to share with our Hope Along the Journey listeners uh, how they can find you, like on YouTube, your website. Um, you've got a new recording, I think, that's coming out soon. So tell us all about the good stuff and how we can find all the stuff. Okay, so we're Natalie Rains Music on YouTube and Facebook. And then my website is natalierainsmusic.com. So, and then, um, you know, all those channels, Instagram and all, we're all on there as well. So we do have a new piano album coming out. It's the first time we, I've done a solo piano album. So we have a family vocal album, but then the solo album will be out in like early to mid-May. So I'm excited about that, but it'll be available on the website. Wonderful. And that's Rains, R-A-Y-N-E-S. That's right. Because if they look for R-A-I-N-S, they're not going to find you, okay? So Natalie Rains, please, listeners, go to her YouTube. Find her. Subscribe to the page. Go to the website. You will not regret it. It's beautiful, beautiful music that will bless your heart and share it with, with a friend. Again, Natalie, thank you for being on the podcast today. God bless you and your husband and the wonderful ministry that you have. And thank you, listeners, for listening to Hope Along the Journey today. We, we value your listenership. Why don't you drop us a note? Let us know you're listening. Just send me an email at hopealongthejourney, uh, gmail.com, or go to our website at hopealongthejourney.org. We'd love to hear from you. I just want to remind you today as we close this podcast that Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. If you look to Jesus, you can truly find hope along the journey. God bless you, and thank you for listening today. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to know more, follow us on Facebook at Hope Along the Journey or send us an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you join us again for more hope along the journey.